0: Hold up, you at the right place. This is So What Page We On Bid Podcast. All right, you can find us on Twitter at S O W P W O B I H Pod. All right, follow us, and we are here on Stereo every other Tuesday. Okay, it's a bi weekly show where we pick a book each season and we review it. It's Casey, Kiki, and Shan on one podcast giving y'all, you know, friend tea and book tea. Join us. Now, let's get into today's episode.
1: Oh, it's Ari's birthday coming up, and I'm like, five. And I'm like, why? Am That's I what I thought that? I thought it was like, was like eight, nine years ago. Uh,
0: uh, I thought she was at least three. Oh, no. Ari's five, man. I said five. God damn. <laughs> That's what my cousin said. She's like, I'm going to see you. That's why I'm, like, kind of happy they're not here, because I got, um... I got around perimeter early. Uh, yeah. mom, I got her birthday decorations and stuff and I don't need it, so I just put it in a closet. One thing about a mom, they gonna find a closet to store something.
1: I'm
0: gonna
1: love. Speaking of parents, bitch, girl, I had a drink this weekend over the weekend.
0: Oh what?
1: That Drew had three kids. Ooh. Not me and Drew had three kids. Drew had three kids on his own.
2: Oh
0: my god!
1: So two of the kids was from some was from some girl that he knew in Florida. Like she looked like she was mixed or like Spanish or something like that, or like from somebody Island. Mm-hmm. And then he had a third baby mama.
0: Oh my god!
1: Guess who the third baby mama was? I can't
0: guess. What am I gonna say?
1: The <laughs> his third baby mama was you, off.
0: You, you are like... <laughs> Drew, was Drew drill teams drill and, team and integrated when you got up?
1: Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why the fuck Drew got three kids? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, gonna... he's a Gold Star gay.
0: That's so, you're so stupid. I just learned about that this week. <laughs> Oh my God, look at me learning out here in the streets.
1: You didn't know what a gold star gay was or you never heard of no, it? No,
0: I didn't know what it was. And then a lot of women that were lesbian kept bringing it up. And I was like, oh, I was like, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, he's a gold star gay.
2: Oh, man.
1: I'm not, yes. but he is.
0: Well, I want you to be rest assured that I have no um inklings to have another, so Drew's safe. Okay.
1: Um Drew ain't got no interest in no cootie cat, so right. I ain't even <laughs> <So>, worried about
2: <laughs> three so
0: well Anya she had a dream that she told me about this morning that we was in Walmart and some these two men had uh took her and put her and kidnapped her and put her in like this cage. That's how mm-hmm. she. And I was basically you were locked away. She called it a jail. She was, but it's basically they locked you in. Mm-hmm. And then she was, she was like, I was looking for her, and um, the police couldn't find her. And then after a while, the two guys brought her back to the store, and then she found the police and told them where the guys were. And they found them and they got arrested.
2: Mm.
0: I'm just like, sis, sis, I'm gonna need you to stay near me when we're in the store because <laughs> I don't know why you haven't that But I talk to the girls all the time about, you know, what you do if we in the store and you don't be and who you go to and all of that. So mm. <sighs> But yeah. Um, Ooh, my head. I- you took your things out already?
1: Yeah, I got um, lace front braids. I got set it off braids, man.
2: I'm so sick of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is lace front braids? Now, when you said set it off braids, I understand. I just call it the braid. I don't know about no lace front.
1: I cannot. No, because my homeboy was a hairstylist. I had showed him a picture. And he was like, bitch, some the braids you get when you get ready to put on. He was like, you could put on a nasty <laughs> lace with the braids. you could be like throwing a wig, though. I wish. I said, if I was a female, I would have on nothing but wigs and hair weave because I don't like doing my own hair. Mm-hmm. My hair braided not like that with a wig over it. Mm mm-hmm. There's no me b- when I take it out, though.
0: Hold oh, her up every night. I um, cannot. Crochet some hair, you know. Crochet some hair on the cornrows. Oh. Kiki, Kiki, good for like being tired of her hair and flip it for some shit, and be like, "Oh, I did it in three days." What?
1: <laughs> right. I'm gonna learn how to do twist outs one day.
0: Let me tell you how annoyed I am with with hairdresser Anna. Do you have an appointment somehow to get your hair done, girl? I'm like, I'm tell you about this ah! before we get into this book. So I booked my hair to get cut three months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And the girl. <laughs> the girl hit me up um two months and she was like the day that you pick i won't be able to do i'll be out of town is there another day you want and i said fine
1: we can do um
0: <laughs> fine but <laughs> i was so irritated like
1: but girl and- like no shade like i booked this shit three months ago like two months in I know, girl, like you can't make it no more
0: Listen, it's giving me unprofessional. That means that she went and booked the trip, bitch. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it it gives me unprofessional. I don't want to do it. It's not important to me. Let's do another day already. Mm-hmm. So I was right. like, okay. I was like, how about April 9th? right?
2: Okay.
0: And, and she was like, okay, cool. She was like, let me see your hair. So I sent her a picture of where my hair was, and she told me what um what hair I need to buy. So I bought the bundle, right? Mm-hmm. And she texted me last week, and she was like, "Hey, uh, I'm not gonna be able to do that Saturday, um, girl, girl." So you know, like, I was—I didn't even—I—I I, texted her. I said, "I said, let me, um, let me look at my calendar, aka, bitch buy." <laughs> You're done <laughs> I'm not playing with you. This is Atlanta. land, this, this is the land of hair, right? right? There has to be somebody else. So I find another, um, hairdresser, hairstylist, and they have a website where you look at their and see, um, what they have. And this girl had two available slots showing for the 26th, which is next weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I did it online, and I'm waiting for the confirmation to come to email. Nothing comes. So, I hit her up on Instagram, because she has a professional salon page on Instagram, and I said, hey, my name is da da da, da. I put in for appointment. appointment is it confirmed, or is it something else I need to do? No response. I wait three days. I email her with the email that she has attached. Then I get a DM, not an email. I go back to the I get a DM from her and she said, Hey, um, I see that you joined the mailing list for the 26th. Um but as a uh as a um basically I'm waiting to see if the slot is open for two forty five in the fucking PM of Saturday. It's either open or it's not. What the, the salon only the salon is only open it's in Atlanta it's only open from Thursday to Saturday right and those are the two that I saw so how is that not making an appointment and who the fuck schedules to be at a salon in hopes of you're going to be able to do my hair in a week without knowing by now so I'm were you on the did you make an appointment for the waitlist that's the I I made an appointment. It says book now. I go to the fucking calendar. I look at it. I look at what slot she had. She had two. She had two o'clock and she had a two forty five. I put, put two forty five. There's another calendar. So nothing said this is, this is the waiting list calendar versus your real calendar. It's just one calendar. So she DM'd me. She was like, "It looks like you went on the waiting list calendar." But there was no, she was like, what exactly did you want to get done? I said, Mm -hmm. I was going to get a mullet, but now I just would rather just get a bob and be done with it. Mm -hmm. I said, I see that in uh, natural hair, but my wax. No answer. Chad. Listen, this is why my, I get my hair braided and I throw on a wig. Oh, it's so annoying. Mind <laughs> you, I already put my I already put my card down. So if I cancel on the day of, they're gonna charge me fifty dollars. But neither of y'all have given me an answer.
1: Just cancel the appointment. I'm gonna send you somebody who did my hair. You
2: listen cornrow, <laughs> <roll>, bitch.
1: So <laughs>
0: Send it to me too, Casey. Send it on
1: a brand. Yeah, I put I put it on the one in Instagram.
0: That is crazy, Chantal. It should, it should not be all that for no what? <laughs> and,
1: and then like, she's close to you too, Chantal. She's in Union City.
0: Oh, perfect. And then you know, with me, I want to know ahead of time because I gotta get rid of the girls. So they know right. they squeeze me in. I, I don't have to squeeze me in life. I need to know way beforehand. Um, yeah.
1: but yeah, so that's that shit. That's the uh, thing with these people in Atlanta, like like yes. these hairstylists and makeup artists and luxury.
2: I like, should like this like
1: they want like they want you to like make all these appointments and shit like that, but they can't keep the appointment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they like I feel like they're out here for the title. They're they don't want to do the job, mm-hmm. right?
0: Or they tell you. <laughs> Yes, I'll do your hair. Make sure you come with your hair,
1: uh, washed, Mm
0: -hmm. combed out, um, and all of this other shit. Then, bitch, what I'm paying you for? Child, they do one local celebrity hair, and all of a sudden, they a local hairstyle is with this list of rules. Like if you come in there breathing funny, it's an extra twenty five dollars. Do you want to use the bathroom in the six hours that you're gonna be here? That'll be fifteen dollars. Listen, Mm -hmm. that's why I get my hair corn rolled and throwing a wig because I'm not fooling with these bitches. I'm not gonna here for my six hours. Annoying dog. Um. And then everybody hair look
1: the same. If you throw on a lace front, they're gonna put put the same part. They're gonna put the same um, body curls in, and they're gonna put the same baby hair on your edges.
0: Listen, that same glue that's gonna be lifting when it get eighty degrees outside. I cannot. The girl that I went to to get uh, um, basically like a silk press months ago. <laughs> what, she, what she did to my hair, I could have done myself. Okay. Listen. That's my thing, though. No, that's why I just go and get my hair braided. because the one thing I, I don't know how to do is corn roll. So mm-hmm. I'll go to somebody, corn, you know, corn roll my hair, and then I'll either some crochet in or throw on a wig. Yeah
1: me either. Just ask Drew to do it. See how much he'll charge you. Listen.
0: Drew Braid?
1: And Drew and I Braid? Am... I am dead. Mm-hmm. My That's
0: friend is I... <laughs> there and she is right upstairs, okay? Hello.
1: That's why I said I got to set it off braids. Because Drew did them. Oh my
2: God.
1: And I was just like, can you please throw some cornrows in this shit? Because I am i don't know what to do with it right now, but I don't want to cut it. So I'm tired of looking at it.
0: Does Kobe sit to get his hair braided, or he put up a? You said what? Does Kobe sit to get his hair done, or he fight? Um, he actually sat there and let her do it because you know it's that's not too crazy size. thing. So they'll give you such mm-hmm. a hard time when you want to do their hair, but for right. somebody else to there. Yeah, Kobe. He he hates to get his hair washed, and conditioned, but he um. I mean, he let her braid it, but he was going to sleep and stuff, so he kept, like, turning over and all that, but he let her do it, and she was right upstairs. That, that's so convenient.
1: <laughs> you might want well to keep Kobe's hair instead of it. Listen,
0: I am going to keep it, because his hair is so beautiful. Um, oh. my God. What else did I do? Huh. Oh shit! Oh, I used my sex pillow, y'all.
1: <laughs> Your sex pillow? Oh,
0: I got a sex pillow, and I used it, and I felt like when I when we were done, my pussy felt like a flower in bloom. So wait, um, what is
1: the does it vibrate? Does it have something in the no, body it's to make ba- it? No, is it it's like,
0: that rose one? No, it's just ba- they have different pillows, but this one is basically just the one. It's basically a a huge uh triangle with a curve in it.
2: Mm. But they have
0: different ones. Mm. So
1: basically with a curve in it.
0: Yeah, so basically because of my height in my bed. <laughs> if we do it in certain positions, the angles ain't angling.
1: So you rub like, your click clack on it. So what? I said so you rub your click clack on it.
0: No, we use oh. a pillow. It's, p- it's a pillow you put like under, like to make sure your ass is, is all the way up in the purple Yay!
2: Part.
1: Yay! Oh, you Yay. Used it with somebody.
0: Yay! Yay.
1: Oh, girl, I'm thinking <laughs> when the pillow was fucking.
0: No! No! No!
1: Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> just fucking the pillow, like you just humping on the pillow, and I'm like, no! Oh, no! No! How's that word.
0: I am not mean. Okay, that is not what I do.
1: Oh, baby, I thought you were going ham on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were squirting and all that shit on that yes, pillow. Hey. Not, we're <laughs> uh not So, is
2: hilarious.
0: Uh, it works. It's, it's comfortable. Let me tell you about men over 35 plus. Mm hmm. One thing about men over thirty-five plus, if they're not in like tip-top shape, mm-hmm. they're going to give you the pumpage. And once they bust that first nut, they're going to sleep.
1: Hell yeah!
0: And don't let them be on drugs,
1: girl. This is- oh. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> you're what? you're 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 saying that as a man that sits on here that's going to be thirty-eight this year. I but I. Because this uh, is the and what you what people forget is when women get older, their sex drive gets higher, and when men get older, their sex drive goes lower.
2: Oh uh, my <laughs> God. I think you
0: said the the key thing, though. Chantal, he has to be in shape. He does. that too. Because I've had somebody over thirty five, and they were in shape, not overweight, hella stamina
1: and that's another thing too because when men work out the testosterone is pumping Mm -hmm, Right, that makes them want to have sex like oh bitch like after I I get this workout in I'm going to work you out
0: like AC and Kiki I swear to god when I was going to the gym I didn't like it because one I was single two there wasn't like consistent meet me at the house dick at the time and so every mm-hmm. time I would work out right after, I'm just like, dog. I can fuck for like three hours right now. <laughs> right. And right. To, be a, to be a woman and to have that hype after you work out is fucking insane because you just feel like you need to do a whole bunch of shit.
1: Right. So. Like, I already have a high one and I'm 38 and I'm still kind of like, Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. When I was going to the gym,
2: it's every man. day.
1: Every day, I needed to do something.
0: Oh my god.
1: So if you're not available to help me out, I will just help myself out.
0: But that'd be the best sleep though. You go to the gym. It is a nice little three-hour session, and you'd be knocked out. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, like when he get a nut off, when I tell you, y'all. He be sleep, he be sleep.
1: Y'all bust a nut and then just go right to sleep.
0: I wish I could uh-uh. bust a sleep But what was pissing me off is I don't want you here when I wake up. So I can't sleep. So you're basically wasting my time while I'm watching you sleep.
1: Oh, I was talking about after
0: you.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm masturbating, I bust a nut and I go right to sleep.
0: Yes, I do go back to sleep, but I don't feel like I got justice. She. <laughs> I feel like, oh, here, this is not the exact cake that you wanted, but it's cake. You mm. know what I'm saying? So.
1: Yeah. People be <laughs>
0: People do be
2: aggravating,
1: and... and then and then sometimes you know people don't lay it down like how you want them to, or <laughs> they have they have a certain expectation of what they like versus what you want, and kind of to the point of what we all talked about before, how y'all don't want a, how, like how y'all don't want to tell a man what to do.
2: It's yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. that
1: sometimes you don't want to be telling somebody like yeah. okay, that's what like let's put you like this, let's do it like this, let's do it like that. It's just kind of like you know what. Let me just go ahead, grab this lube, want uh-huh. my thing, and go to sleep.
0: And I, when I tell you, I was so yeah. close to letting him use my whip, and I was like, nope.
1: Mm, <laughs> no. Nope. A whip? Nope. No, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was
2: so close, and I was like,
0: nope. Um, <laughs> next time, Batman. Um, other than that, ain't nothing else going on. Them people at work irritated me today. <sighs> that man, that man hit me with a text talking about, "Thank you didn't help me with anything." Um <laughs> hey,
1: This is the one that got me. Thanks, for, he was like, "I'm dead." Thanks for that.
0: Yes, and you know me, I'm really
1: the shit out of it because <laughs> somebody else. Saw-
0: no, nah, that's my fan. Oh.
1: It's kind of windy out there.
0: <laughs> can't sleep without the fan on. He, he needs that white noise. <laughs> if ever my supervisor is just like um, <laughs> has an issue with you in chat, there's a whole folder of who I got an issue with in chat. A whole folder of these stupid, can't count, non-comprehendable People that work for this company who talk slick in in chat and think, oh, you think, oh, you want my alias? That's gonna do something? No,
1: I got, the, I got the whole chat. When are you gonna quit?
0: I'm gonna quit when I find something paying me more, and I can de- that's definitely remote, not partially remote, like definitely remote. So you want to be like a hundred percent remote? Yeah, because the girls gonna go physically to school in August, and I gotta be able to be on this side and pick them up. Well, the school bus gonna drop them off, but I gotta be at the house. That we're was my. Look into that
1: bank job that I sent you.
0: No, but I need. I need to. A... I don't think that was so... my thing. Because some folks were saying, "Hey, you know." they want to be at home sometimes in the office sometimes but I feel like I want to be at home most of the time it's
1: I want to be different for y'all because y'all got kids yeah but I want
0: shit. to be home yeah. even if I didn't I, still... <laughs> I want to be remote <laughs> and I, I don't want do every day because I will tell you this my insurance done went up $18 already
1: mm. your car insurance?
0: yeah and I was talking to my agent and he was like yeah the premiums for Georgia gonna start going up, so this is just part of it. And so I was like, I don't want to do quotes for other people, but let me see what Progressive is doing because I had them before. Mm-hmm. When I put in my stuff, Progressive was like, "We want two ninety off tops. No, no.
1: Yeah, I, I I recorded with Geico and Geico was like, "Yeah, two hundred dollars a month." And I'm like, "Bitch, something."
0: Listen. So I was so used to paying for the house and the car for like 138 and now it's like 150 something. I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth it. But yeah, I, I have to get prepared to pay more. Um, preparing for or to hit me with a new lease in October. I know it's going to be higher than what I'm paying. So I need more. Sure. I think we all need to be, be, be prepared to pay more at this point. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Your taxes might
1: go up. Um, I
0: hope not.
1: Taxes not a little
0: me.
2: bit.
1: Mm. My taxes are in escrow, and then um, uh, I'll just file the homestead exemption. Yeah, but yeah, can write that off. Because that's what people would be forgetting. They'd be forgetting to file a homestead exemption and then that's when the taxes be going up. That's what that ho- that's like that whole shit with Fulton County a couple of years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where the taxes went up 300%. Ooh. And old people was losing their houses because they was like, my taxes was only a $100 last year. Like, why is it $2,000 now?
0: Knowledge.
1: <laughs> but that's what they're trying Stop it, in the West End because in the West End they're predicting that those houses are going to go up to like a million dollars within five years. Which houses? The houses in the West End. That's
0: unfortunate.
1: Like over there by the West End Mall because they're tearing the mall down.
0: That's what happened over here where I'm at now. That ain't even a mall, that is a plaza.
1: Well, it's already in the process of getting torn down because they closed all mm-hmm. the shops down and they have not fenced off.
0: Ain't they gonna extend the belt line out there though? Yeah. Like somewhere over
1: there. They're expanding house? the belt line out there. Um that house that I was looking at over there by Browns Mill golf course. There's this like walking distance from there.
0: That's my right. Uh,
1: they're gonna be building Atlanta up like they're not playing when they're trying to make Atlanta like LA of the East.
0: They are, but at the same time, they gonna have to do something with their goddamn street lights in this grid because it shit don't make sense.
1: Yeah, they're eventually gonna have to fix that.
0: Because my thing is like when you on Peace Street, there's a light right here. There's a light in the middle of a major light. And you got three ways where oncoming traffic is coming in the same direction. But the lights that's shorter in between, you have red the uh, bigger Make- but you know,
1: but when I was in LA, I noticed like there weren't a whole lot of streetlights in LA.
0: No, they're not. But when, but when there's a limited amount of back streets that you can take when the main traffic is on the highway in LA,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's just everybody's back to back everywhere. You back to back on the back streets. You back to back on the highway.
1: But that's here.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. And then on top of that, can't nobody be like, oh, yeah, I know the traffic's shit, but at least the transit's good. No, our transit still sucks.
1: Yeah, trains are kind of shitty.
0: Yeah, but I heard they're going to be fixing that up, too, in the next five or ten years. Oh, yeah, they are supposed to have new trains.
1: Yeah, they're getting the trains this year. I think this but, year
0: I think it's this year or next year, going into fall. fall. Um, they've been one track in the trains since I've been in college. Hello. That shit was for the birds. You'd be late to class and everything. Y'all do this shit on purpose because you know more predominantly black people live south of Atlanta. Not Mm -hmm. north. Because when it's like people need to go to the airport oh they gonna get to the airport. People Mm -hmm. come from the airport to go north. Oh they gonna be able to go that way. But east west your train gonna be fucked up after nine o'clock. Going south it going be every other train that's going to go south
1: well they might change that east west shit because more white people are moving out over there by the, the green line
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. definitely the east side for sure mm. well this book welcome y'all y'all been in here listening to us talk talking about what is this are they discussing a book or not? We are. This is so. What Page You on Be podcast. My name is Shan. That's Casey. And that's Kiki. And mm-hmm. we are three friends who pick a book each season to read and talk about. So the book that we're reading um, this season is The Mother of Black Hollywood by Jennifer Lewis. It's her memoir. And we are discussing episode four, chapter seven through nine. Let me tell you this. Chapter 7 was long as shit.
1: 7 was long as shit.
0: And chapter 8 was long as shit. So long that because my, I have the CDs, it doesn't tell you what chapter. Mm -hmm. I stopped on like track 5, I mean 15, and it was still chapter 8, so I didn't even get into chapter 9. So I don't know if y'all got into chapter 9 but she talked so much about work and people
2: and fuck and She's a hot mama.
0: Lots of fucking that I didn't I couldn't differentiate is this this chapter or that chapter. So it's
1: the, it was the same on the audiobook um with audible because like all the chapters run into each other. Mhm. The only way I was able to tell the difference between 7, 8, and 9 was chapter 9. She was talking about her hometown.
2: Okay.
0: Mm. Um, I didn't get to that.
1: But in 7 and 8, she just talked about fucking and how all her gay friends were dying because of HIV in the 80s.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, but go ahead. I don't want to go too far. <laughs> okay.
0: So chapter 7 was called A Doll Named Killer. And, um, She was basically talking about working, meeting a man named Dick. Um, (laughs) She talked about her friend dying in that fire. Uh, She talked about Lester Young um, being fed up with white people and not wanting to sing strange fruit (laughs) to white audiences. That shit was so funny.
2: But I get it.
0: Yeah, um, I get it. Sometimes I feel like not just white people, but other cultures, when it comes to blackness, they want to be mm-hmm. so emerged in it and what mm-hmm. happened in the past that it sort of sort of comes off like they're getting off by it, and it's not like I just want to be knowledgeable about about it. Because my thing is like, who wants to keep acting out or or? doing something that was once oppressive to a group of people
1: for entertaining people right but the song strange fruit is white people want to listen to it because they're like oh my god like this is such a great song but like no billy Holiday was singing that song because she was talking about black people getting lynched
0: right and then didn't the um government turn around and kill her
1: they didn't kill her they tried to arrest her like they put like a federal warrant out on her singing that song, because they they were saying that she was inciting riots. Mm -mm. Y'all need to watch the if you haven't, you need to watch the Billy Holiday um movie on um Hulu. What's
2: it called?
1: Um, Billy Holiday. Is it the state versus like the U.S. the holiday or something like that? Oh yeah, I don't
0: think I don't think I I can watch
1: that. I'm gonna watch it. Good. Like you think you're not gonna be able to watch it, but it's actually really, really good. Okay,
0: I'm gonna write this down so I don't forget. Um, <clears throat> since uh, you know, since Euphoria is done, I just was like, I don't need HBO Max anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I there's said, nothing,
0: there's nothing else on there I want to watch.
1: I watched Races I watched Raised by Wolves and uh, The Gilded Age.
0: I see. Okay, so I watched some of Raised Wolves, but I couldn't get into it, but we'll talk. We'll...
1: <laughs> I feel like if you're not into like, sci-fi like that, you're not going to be like...
0: Oh. But I like sci-fi, but it it lost me in its purpose once all the kids started popping up, and I was just like, wait, I'm confused.
1: But when the kids died?
0: The, well, I was watching when some a lot of the kids were popping up, and then it was like those um alien things and I'm just like are these dogs like what are these?
1: What alien things I don't know what you're talking about.
0: There's like these dog type things that chase people in it.
1: Yeah, the, they're mm-hmm. they're the native aliens to that um that planet.
0: Yeah, and that's where I got lost and confused about where did they come from and all of that so I stopped.
1: That planet <sighs> But well, that, yeah. it explains it more in um season two.
0: Mm. but yeah I was watching that um, but yeah. yeah who is outside hollering over here
1: yeah. they're arguing every night
0: I'm gonna, it sounds like a little kid out here hollering or something that was my neighbor across the street yesterday
1: my huh. Mexican they argue every single night and like last night Drew and I were listening to him. Oh, And and like, I just wish they'd fighting, and start calling the police
0: what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, uh, um, when, uh, yeah, she started talking uh, about mama and he was like don't talk about my mom don't you talk about my mom she's like no but I'm talking about your mom like you know she's a woman and when you say pussy 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 very offensive pussy. talking about pussy like that and I'm just like lord it just... wow I told you I said You don't slap shit out of the watch <laughs>
0: Don't believe me. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. We are not inciting domestic violence, but we are um, in need of peace in our homes while we pay our bills.
1: Yes, sir. Bitches. I just, um, and I'm thinking about bringing her one that's supposed to bring peace and harmony and soak up all that negative energy. I'm like, girl, y'all need this. <laughs> I
0: cannot. You'd be like that lady on that video that threw like... Um, she threw like some type of powder dust at somebody's door and went back in the apartment. I was <laughs> just like, "Yo, people are wild."
1: That hoe was doing voodoo. I don't give a
0: fuck. Listen, I said, Sheesh. <laughs> the shit that people catch on camera. Um, the lady when the lady was like Elaine, that she met the older lady that she met. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was describing how she had to get to her apartment, I said, that's some New York shit. New York be having, like, the prettiest um, apartments, like, deep uh, behind, like, um, alleys and um, long, long hallways. And you go into the apartment, and you're just like, dog, how did I get here? Listen. Like it's so New York is like so big, and it, everything looks small from the outside. And you get into people's apartments, and it's just like, oh, it's a place. I'm just like, that's very small place. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need, I need somebody to walk me out to where my car is because I cannot. I'm gonna go out in the hallway, and I'm gonna be lost. Um, right. But she, when she was describing her apartment, uh, I was remembering trying to find people's doors and stuff when I would go visit for the first time in New York, I hated it. Um, the lady, when she was like, when she was drunk and she was like, don't trust no niggas. Mm. <laughs> i was just like, dog. Um, what I got from her play, Don't Tell Mama, is her trauma is why that play occurred because she mentioned it a little bit that don't tell mama was she could really get into character with it because she had that whole secret with the pastor where she wasn't telling her mom what was happening because she felt like she wouldn't be able to handle it uh-huh. so I'm just like that's why, that's why she could get into character so well but at the same time the con of her getting into character sometimes is she can't get out of character with people
1: yeah
0: oh like, damn then when the um the stage manager was gave her thirty three dollars for pay for all them damn tickets she sold, I'm just like dog. I would have to slap somebody, but I had to remember back then maybe thirty three dollars was okay.
1: No, that was the eighties. Thirty three dollars still wasn't shit. But also at the same time, he told her, "Remember those dance classes that we had taught you? Mm-hmm. Those all those dance classes you had? Yeah, we count those dance classes. So this is how you get."
0: <laughs> when she um in this chapter she met Bet Mittler, mm-hmm. um and
1: and Bet was saucy at the mouth.
0: She still is saucy. I'm just like dog, mm-hmm. but that's just her personality. And mm-hmm. I even I think that's that's why she played her character so well because she's saucy at the mouth.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Beth was like, you can't get anybody else to, uh, you. she was like, what about your understudy? Your understudy can't do your shows for you? She was like, uh, what we'll understudy? This is a one-moment show. She said, oh. The
0: way she said it, oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
1: <laughs> so you're that good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, dog,
0: that was so shady. But, um, I mean, she ended the show with a bang, and she at least she got a critic to come out and see her.
1: Um, chapter where she was talking about in her apartment building, she would knock on all her neighbors' doors about cigarettes.
0: It's either this chapter or eight. I can't remember. Oh, but it's so crazy.
1: That was my favorite chapter.
0: <laughs>
1: um, because of that one favorite, that one part that I really want to talk about.
0: <laughs> she was like, "Um, this is where she had that journal entry. I'm a monster." Hmm. And I'm just like, damn, she really needs to deal with her shit. When she said that man had an enormous, white, soft peen. <laughs> and I'm just like, sis, how did that go together? I
1: know you're not watching that stuff.
0: I'm just like, my
1: god. She talked
0: about having sex with Ed Love against a tree. And then the next day he was having sex with somebody else, so it wasn't that important. And so she was like, oh, whatever. And then she turned, she went ahead and she had a menage a toile with Ed and Billy. I was just like, dog. She was just fucking fucking a hot mama. Like it's a miracle that she lived in this time and did not catch HIV. That's what I was that I, I was just gonna say that. Like I, I was wondering, like, did she not have any like HIV scares? She had that one scare. <laughs> It's in chapter 8. She had that one scare where she thought she did have it. Um, But we're not there yet. But my thing is, like, if I'm seeing friends die or get sick or I'm hearing about this and I'm not sure about it, to me, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to pump my brakes on my punani. He did not pump no brakes.
1: Well, back then they were making it seem like only gay people could get this shit.
0: True. Yeah, that is true. Cause I did watch Pose both seasons. Great show.
1: Yeah, three seasons.
0: <sighs> okay. I didn't watch <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch the third <laughs> season because they had rent to regular T V and I wasn't watching it so that's the season I'm missing but I watched both seasons season one and season two
1: I I like Pose the thing that I didn't like about Pose was the fact that like between seasons Mm -hmm. it's like you miss so much information like at the end of like at the end of the second season like Blanca was in a wheelchair and she found new gay kids to put in her house. And then, like, when the third season started, like, Blocker wasn't in a wheelchair no more. And, like, we didn't hear about them kids again. We we're just like, what happened to the kids?
0: Oh. Was it a short third season?
1: The third season wasn't that long.
0: That's why. A lot of these... I hate... I hate but the hide.
1: third season was their final season. I think they got lazy. Because they didn't know what else to write about.
0: They either they got mm-hmm. lazy or just like the shit that happened with um, with um, Issa's show
2: mm-hmm.
0: they didn't budget correctly to have more episodes to explain shit. Yeah. Mm, I didn't watch it. Mm, That's good. I feel yeah. like
1: if your final season wasn't bad it could have been better.
0: Insecure? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could have been way better. Like I didn't what, what I didn't like is how they like basically took a mirror to Kelly's um life point of view and mm-hmm. basically left that high and dry and didn't say anything else about Kelly's life. Kelly was the one the funny one. I didn't like how they did was it Tiffany? Yeah, whatever. A... The one who moved to um Denver. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like how they ended her role. Like, everybody, you know, was all happy and stuff, and then she was just
1: (laughs) you know. I just felt like in prior seasons, they were kind of hinting, like, high key that her husband was like bisexual or some shit like that, and they never mentioned
2: Mm -hmm. it.
0: Mm. I feel like that happens a lot, though, where people set out to have their life a particular way, and they want to pick the person that's going to be okay with having their life a particular way, despite their preference hmm Like they act like they don't see it. There's no no traces of it. He's this for me in my life because I say he's this. But in reality, no, clearly he is this. But if you want to ignore it, girl, okay.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I just felt like with Insecure, like they just focused a lot on well, of course they're gonna focus on Easter because bitches are show. Yeah. But right. But they focused a lot on Lawrence. And Molly and I want to know about everybody else.
0: True, you
1: right. That is true.
0: You know how you watch the show and they be trying to hit on everything that's possible.
1: Molly's mom just died out of nowhere. Like, yeah, yeah, she did. (laughs) But,
0: but, but she was sick.
1: I mean, yeah, but I mean, like. I don't know. I just felt like it was. It was, it was more. I felt like I felt like more could have been done.
2: Yeah,
0: I felt like that's maybe that's just
1: maybe that's just me wanting more out of the whole show because I liked it so much,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm just being a nigga, and niggas ain't never satisfied. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nigga, that's an episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like dead ass like maybe i'll just be a nigga because niggas ain't never satisfied oh my god
0: um (laughs) Uh, somebody had mentioned how they miss jagged edge on twitter and i was like jagged
2: edge yeah i think you know it's hard for me
0: It's hard for me to think about them in a loving way when I know one of them shoved his engagement ring down his girlfriend's throat. Oh, wow. Hey, you know, they could have had a Twitter, honey. They don't have a Twitter. They would just mention it in one of their songs. Oh. But, yeah.
1: Um, what I, that Twitter's been around for so fucking long. Boy. was <laughs> like,
0: was I on in college? I don't remember being on this in college. I don't even, but I've been on that bit since 2009, honey. July, to be exact.
1: Like, I've been on Twitter, and, like, I got on Twitter when people were first started talking about Twitter, and then, like, when I got on it, I was like, I don't know how to use this shit, and I just stopped using it. Mm. Then, when I, like, I have, like, I probably got, like, 50 different Twitter accounts, because I can never remember my name, my email address, or my password.
0: I had a Twitter account for um, spying on, um, Anya
2: daddy.
0: Oh. And I...
1: That's doing too much.
0: Listen, the most, because I needed... That was when like he was being, like, facetious and sneaky, where I would go to work, and him and my mom would be in cahoots. hmm And that's why he would pop up at the show, I mean, at the house to see Anya, and I'd leave before I got there. I'm just like, y'all so lame. hmm um, what else? She um, Jennifer was broke. Oh, when she was like um, that she was broke and she was trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, she was talking about the the AIDS crisis.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This chapter. Uh, she was talking about the rumor that Luther Vandross had AIDS. He yeah.
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cause he was getting skinny and stuff.
0: Yeah, he just lost a lot of weight.
1: That's another thing too. Everybody thinks you got the booty flu when you lose all a bunch of weight.
0: Let me tell you something about black people. Period. If you gain too much weight, they talk about you or they feel concerned. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, mm-hmm. they talk about you and they feel concerned, it's like there's no again. Niggas never satisfied. <laughs> That's what I hate about
2: there's no win with <laughs> us.
0: Ugh. Especially if your family's Caribbean, they always talk shit. Yes, so MAGA. I'm not MAGA or you know, you know, why why is this here? Right? Why, why you have a stomach? For the same reason you got stomachs End of discussion. Right, like, that's how you gotta the be. They so spicy.
1: Drew's <laughs> so funny.
2: What? What he do?
1: He well, he walked in real quiet with Gizmo in his hand because he was getting ready to bathe him. Mm-hmm. And usually, sure want to bathe him in his bathroom because they ain't got like the hose.
2: He yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> what? Got, tonight,
1: in Our bathroom. Oh.
2: Because
1: I'm in office slash my room slash the guest room. Oh. And then his homegirl and her kids are coming this weekend, so I gotta clean this bathroom up and I gotta straighten this room up. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: I've been some wall ideas that would be cute.
1: Yeah. They're fun, I like them. If I didn't like them, I would tell him that they can't come.
2: <laughs> I'm, um, sure.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, but no, they're fun. I mean, she has three young kids, but like the oldest is twelve, and I think the youngest is like four or five.
2: Oh,
0: like... Mm-hmm. Okay. What else did she talk about?
1: She talked about... Uh, talked about the part where... <laughs> my favorite part where she was banging on every all her neighbors' doors to bum a cigarette. hmm And then she met one guy. I forgot his name. Was it Daniel or Brandon or something like that? I think it was Brandon. I can't remember. Well, anyway, <laughs> she met the guy. He was fine. And she was trying to bum a cigarette off of him. And she was like, hi I'm Jennifer Lewis <laughs> I'm a team.
0: it was a hi if you're a podcaster and you're looking for some good podcast resources check out the podcast journal on lulu.com and you can also check out marketing the podcast one-on-one trust me i got you she gets so professional real quick and people so- like
1: hi i'm jennifer lewis i'm a diva we must meet again during the nighttime because the daytime is just so ugh, dreadful
0: <laughs> she's so extra um
1: What I like about Jennifer Lewis is the fact that how Jennifer talks Mm -hmm. is very old New York. She talks like the Queens from like the 60s and the 70s in New York.
0: Yeah. She does give me that. And the way that she talks and the way that she says things, you can hear her expression if that makes sense.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, A lot of people can't talk with, with visuals. Like that, um,
1: and now her mouth moves every time she says certain stuff,
0: yeah, I don't know if y'all were you ever seen the um there she was like on the red carpet, and this lady was like on the side, and she kept barging into the conversation, and she was talking to the reporter person, and she was like, Yeah, so, and she was trying to move on without the lady barging into the conversation without being rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it? The lady had no clue that she was like shading her. <laughs> I'm just like, dog, that's pure talent right there. She
2: was like, uh uh-huh.
0: huh. <laughs> kind of like how all women in church talk shit. But, uh. Uh, that's what she reminds me of, though. Like, like one of those first ladies who I went to church when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was sad when she was talking about um how friends would like die two to three times a week.
2: hmm
0: It's like dog, I ain't never seen people just die off like that. I couldn't imagine what that felt like.
1: You cause you know what people was comparing the AIDS um pandemic to? Right. COVID. Really? hmm mm. There's
0: com- I think the AIDS was worse.
1: During um COVID to the HIV AIDS pandemic because people was just dying left and right. But I feel like with COVID, so the thing is with COVID, okay, so the thing with the AIDS pandemic, the people were dying, not because of the HIV AIDS or medicine that they were giving. They were giving them chemo meds.
0: Yeah, and it was making them
1: They're giving people they're they're literally giving pills with radiation in it.
2: Hmm.
0: Which is like, how does that make sense? Because their bodies are already weak because they don't have a blood cell.
1: It's not even that. So this is the thing. All right, and this is what I've been, this is what I've been researching, and then this is what I've been hearing. Also at the same time, mm. when the HIV/AIDS pandemic came out, the government was going to close the CDC.
0: So they don't tell people nothing. So-
1: so, no, it's not that they were going to close the CDC because they didn't see a reason for the CDC.
0: Just like how COVID, they didn't see a reason for the CDC to pull the wrong information.
1: Right. So, anyway, so this is what happened. So, they the <laughs> government shut down the CDC. Mm-hmm. And then, all of a sudden, when they were getting noticed that the CDC was getting shut down, boom, HIV/AIDS.
2: Mm. Wow.
1: And because HIV/AIDS was out, and nobody knew what to do with it, like they didn't know how to quote unquote treat it. They they was it was an it was an unknown um, pneumonia. It was a strain of pneumonia nobody knew about. Mm. They didn't know how to treat. And when they were getting all these sick people in for this this unknown strain of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what medicines to give them. So they gave them RZT. RZT is a medication that they used to use for chemo patients.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the chemo medicine that people used to be on that they have them like throwing up violently and having them looking all like sickly and like zombies and stuff like that. They have showed that medicine. And because mm-hmm. they shelved it and had so much, of, so much of it, they started giving it to the people that's been diagnosed with HIV AIDS.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They were dying of medicine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if you look at the movie Dallas Buyers Club,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's about a straight man who was the white male version of Jennifer Lewis. Mm-hmm. He contracted HIV AIDS. He oh. he was on RZT, and he was about to die on that medicine, so he stopped. taking So oh, he and what? He stopped taking the RZT. Mm-hmm. So when he stopped taking it, um, he met up with a holistic doctor that put him on like other stuff. And then they gave him, like, certain medicines, like, they gave him certain supplements that aren't available, that weren't, at the time, weren't available to everyday people, that are only available to people who worked in the hospital.
2: Okay.
1: He was kind of getting that, so, quote-unquote, black market.
2: hmm
1: So, when, um, so, because he was able to do it, it, it didn't, it, quote-unquote, didn't cure him, but it kind of, it made him undetectable. So he, was, so people could see that he was doing a lot better, but he was diagnosed with, AIDS. but he ain't looked like other people that was diagnosed with AIDS,
0: because those meds were killing them faster,
1: right? And he was on supplements.
0: I think now, I watched that before. Was it played by that white skinny actor?
1: It's so many of them.
0: Um, there's a movie I can't remember the name, but for the white guy. Like he played in a lot of movies and he got real skinny for the role.
1: Kevin Bacon, no, it's his name, not Kevin Bacon, but kind of reminds you of Kevin Bacon a little bit.
0: Yes, he got like a slim face and he did that Lincoln commercial for that
1: car. Uh, yeah, it was him.
0: Yes, I watched that. Yes,
1: yeah, that was a- yeah, so like they, they call it the Dallas Buyers Club because it was, it they had he, he called it that because it was people that were diagnosed with HIV-AIDS buying in to getting that, those supplements so they could treat their family members because they couldn't afford the quote-unquote medication or pills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: He was hoping to people meet him at, like, hotels.
2: hmm and- mm-hmm.
0: That was crazy. Um, yeah, so, with her friends dying, um, she, to distract her, she was like doing AIDS walks. She was doing like nonprofits. She was like trying to figure out ways she can help um people that were like sick.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the diff- the
0: listen. She uh in chapter eight, Hollywood Not Swing. Um when that when she went on that show and that lady was like, Maybe um you'll become a star when your earrings are real. I was like, I would
1: have. Listen,
0: I would have knocked her out.
1: Maybe you'll be a big star once you get some real gold earrings when your gold earrings aren't fake. <laughs> was it the Tonight Show or something like that that she was doing?
0: I think so. And she said the lady was pregnant. I, I don't care. <laughs> her and her baby would have been asleep. Um, okay. okay. She talked about Tim, Tim pulling his dick out. <laughs> I was like isn't this big for a white man? I'm just like dog <laughs> the way Dick was being thrown at Jennifer Lewis in this book really? is insane. But she did talk about
1: reminded me of my phone.
0: I cannot. She talked <laughs> about how she used men as tools and um this is when Kiki this is when she thought she had she, because her body was hands. And she was itchy. And um, that's when she thought she had AIDS. And she went to the doctor with one of her friends. And the doctor came in. And uh, I think he had asked her if she was married or something. And uh, she said no. And he told her that she had shingles.
2: Mm.
0: And so it was she why her body was um, hurting for um, Thomas did ask her to marry him, and she said yes. And then she called her mom, and she was like, "Basically, you don't need to be marrying nobody." Right. <laughs> her mom was cutthroat, dog.
1: My was uh, like, "Nobody this.
0: Listen, and then right after that, who did she fuck? The doorman. hmm She popped the doorman's cherry. He was. She said it was his first. And she said, "I feel sorry for any woman that had him after that." Uh,
1: What's special? Listen,
0: and that's that's when track fifteen had stopped. So after that, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't finish chapter eight, and I didn't get into chapter nine. Kinlock, I think that's how you pronounce her town. Kinlock. Yeah what happened in chapter 9 I talking, didn't get to chapter 9
1: either she was just talking about the time that she grew up in uh, Kenlock, Missouri that it wasn't too far from uh, St. Louis, Missouri mm-hmm. and when she was a little girl just growing up and going to the movie theater and how in um, the civil rights movement and how she was like just popular and known in school, but didn't, um, but didn't make a whole love. But didn't make good grades like her sisters did, because she was the youngest out of seven. I think. Mm. Did it talk about
0: her going to
1: college? Um, it talked about her going away to college. Um, so it talked about a situation where she was having sex with this guy. Of course, she was having sex with this dude. He was her, she. He was her first, and notice him doing something during sex but she really didn't pay attention to it mm-hmm. and towards the end of it she realized that he was taking the condom off
2: oh yes
1: like the condom broke and he took it off and he didn't say
2: mm.
1: so um, she told the counselor at school and the counselor helped her tell her mom and before her mom anything. She was like, you know, um, I have some money that the teachers gave me because they knew I was going to go off to college and be a big star. But um, we can use that to take me to the chop shop.
0: Wow. Dang. You know what I find funny? Mm -hmm. How... The generation of like our parents, you know, having sex and getting pregnant is almost like, you know, I was driving, I got a flat tire and I remember you telling me about the spare in the bag and I just put it on and I came home and then then they just nod, okay. That's how I feel like it was about getting pregnant and get rid of it. Which is so crazy that now we are still having discussions about women having the right to decide if they want to keep a possible child that they can't raise, right. feel prepared for, or not. Like, I don't feel like it's anybody's say.
1: I feel like with that particular topic, I feel like it's less taboo now as it was back then. Because mm-hmm. I feel like back then, like, they were having babies all the time.
0: Yeah. And probably give them away like
2: nothing.
1: And then, like, there'll be situations where, like, you know, somebody will have a baby and then, like, well, somebody will get pregnant and then they'll leave and never come back until after they have the baby. And then, once they have the baby, they'll raise the baby like it's a sibling or a cousin or a
0: niece. Yeah.
1: Like they didn't raise the baby like it was their child. Like the baby stayed with grand or great grandparents or like aunts or uncles, stuff like that. Like the baby didn't stay with the mama, especially mm-hmm. if the mama had the mama or the daddy had like a promising future.
0: And then you find out years later that she, your mama ain't your mama,
1: right? Like your mama ain't your mama.
0: Oh my god! So much trauma. <laughs> and, uh, um mm-hmm. but
1: she, all that comes from in the black community, right? You say what? I said, but you know where all that shit stems from in the black community.
0: Um, them uh damn plantations.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, all of our problems today are not our fault.
1: Nope. No, it, not it, at it, all. It,
0: it, it's it's I feel like sometimes it's a mental brick wall that we put up to be able to survive the thoughts of yes I had three babies and they got taken away from me and sold and I don't know where they are so I'm going to put up this mental block to act like that never happened
1: right and so
0: <laughs> go ahead
1: uh, I was about to say I was watching the Gilded Age on HBO Max mm-hmm. and there's a black so it, like it's based in the 1800s mm-hmm. and there's a black girl on there who who's who's from an uh, an affluent family in Brooklyn Okay, and the dad was sitting there talking about you know growing up and talking about his uncle like his favorite uncle and this that and the third and like oh my uncle so and so used to do this my uncle so and so used to do that da, 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 da. and then somebody at the dinner table asked him what happened to him he was like yeah I never seen him at, again after he got sold because mm-hmm. that was slavery yeah and then I'm just kind of like bitch You literally growing up with somebody. They're helping raising you. And then the next thing you know, they're gone because they got sold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never. So
0: it's based and a lot of it, people don't understand when you really close to somebody and then just one day they're not there. Mm -hmm. It's like a living death.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And so a lot of maybe you know Jewish people that dealt with the Holocaust may understand abruptly losing people like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like for and i'm I'm not trying to compare uh you know who's more of a victim we I feel like black people um who were dealing with that time of being on a plantation and and being in places against our will and not knowing family mm. Mm-hmm we had to deal with that repeatedly on a longer spectrum of time to where mentally it became normalized to not really attach so much to our people because it'll be easier if they have to
1: go. Right. I was just getting ready to say that. Like, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't want to get close because of one day they're just gonna be gone. And it's not like they died because I feel like if somebody I feel like if somebody passes away you could take that better than yes. this. Oh mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. because it's a constant wandering of where are they? Are they okay? Are they alive? You know, did they move on? Did they get fruit? Are they in a better place? Did they have kids? And what if possibly I'm walking down the street one day later on and I'm I, I passed my people and i don't know
2: right but
0: that's the reality of people who deal with blackness in generations is we pass each other and we probably family and we don't know
1: right and think about and then think about it in the early like slavery like when people were getting dropped off on different islands before they came to the u.s like, bitch, my, my, my brother got dropped off in Haiti, my sister got dropped off in Jamaica, and then, like, I'm off in the United States. And they're hundreds and thousands of miles away.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: I may have nieces and nephews, I'll never meet. In-laws, like, in-laws that I'll never meet. You know what I'm saying? hmm So, like, that shit is crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just destroyed a whole culture of people for generations and generations. Which is why when I was younger I didn't understand it but now I understand why maybe my grandma didn't like hugs or didn't like you know feelings type stuff and anything that really showed emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was more logical, like you know do it because I told you. Uh Clean that. Go here.
1: Do this. I get that, but that's also damaging to the child.
0: It is, but it's a mindfuck. Of I can't really blame her because what, what, who, what personality did her parents? <laughs> say
1: you feel that? Ab- that
0: nope. my, my dad you wasn't.
1: That like, you were five or six. What you said? I said, but you know that now. But you didn't know that when you were like five or six years I, old.
0: But like <laughs> even now, I know better now when it comes to my dad, where he was very, like, abrupt with people, like, you know, he'll cuss you out, your grandma out, your mama out, you know, it's this and not that, because I said, or why he was so comfortable being hands-off. It was probably because his parents were hands-offish.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's like, you know we now we can say oh i have a boundary Mm -hmm. with this and with people and stuff because of this to protect myself but i feel like back then they didn't know the language or how to express why they were or dealing with people the way they were dealing it so it was their way of being able to deal yeah so i don't know Mm. There right. ain't nothing that we can do about it today because everybody is just so like it's just normal for people to be like that. And that's why I get really like, when these conversations happen repeatedly of like you know what black men or black women do what we need to do because it's counterproductive because if you go into the conversation having questions of how can we fix it? And by the end of the conversation, I still have a question of how can we fix it? Because nobody wants to own the fact that I could be better this way, you could be better that way. Why are we having a conversation?
1: Because nobody has the intelligence to deal with us revisiting the past. Mm. Because we have, because the, the, and then like that's the thing and then like people just be like, well, we're not going to talk about the past we're just going to go ahead and move forward. But the thing about it is if you don't talk about what hurt you and what made you upset and what made you do what you did then I can't think because I don't know what upset you. Right.
0: Like right. if I call
1: you a bitch one day and then you start talking to me and then you're over me calling you a bitch, then you be like, oh, "Okay, you be like, hey, Casey, what's up? Yeah, I know. Um, I haven't talked to you in a week, but you know, we good now. And then we carry on. It's just kind of like, well, I call you a bitch again, and then you don't talk to me no more because then you like, oh, well, he know not to call me no bitch. I don't know because you ain't tell me not to call you no bitch.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, a, I'm a one-timer. Right. You gonna, you gonna call me a bitch? If I'm offended by, it, I'm gonna tell you, don't call me that. That bothers me. X, Y, and Z. Explain myself one time. You gonna do it again? And then I may be ghost.
1: Right, but we don't do that as a people. And it's not necessarily that one thing of calling you a bitch. It could have been a, a couple things I did that yeah. you don't that you don't say because I've only did it that one time.
2: Yeah,
0: and that's if you're dealing with somebody. If you're dealing with somebody that's like. A pessimist,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: think. Where, where they just see the negative in everything, and they don't want to have a conversation because they're they're automatically thinking nothing good is going to come from it. It's negative.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of like you got to have the willpower to keep trying to get somebody to talk and express themselves mm-hmm. to do to people like that.
1: It's not even that that person needs to be that person needs to be in a space to to communicate how they feel towards different things because no my mom used to tell me this all the time. I'm not a mind reader.
0: Yeah. But some people don't even know how to communicate how they feel.
1: That's and that and, and, and I know as black people we don't know how to communicate when we upset properly.
0: Mhm. I know I don't because I get pissed off and I'm ready to blow this shit the fuck
1: up exactly we can sit down and be like this upset me this hurt me yeah you said this but I took it like this yeah
0: I could do that yeah. now I, I need to work on that I really do but before I can you and
1: do I that to each other. you said what I said Drew and I work, like, Drew and I do that. Because, like, I had told him, I'm like, look, nigga, I want to communicate it. We got to talk. Yeah. So, if you upset with me and I upset with you, you can take how long you need to take to cool off. But once we cool off, we need to have a conversation. Yeah.
0: My thing is, like, I don't like repeated
1: but see now that's a different story. Now when you start repeating yourself, that means you first talked you talked about it before, but the person wasn't listening.
0: Okay. Or well, they don't care enough to respect how you feel. That is my frustration right there, Kiki. Mm-hmm. I feel like people get reasonable in the that a person cares about you. Time has been spent, things have been invested, and because of so much that has been invested in the time and the care it's kind of like they abuse your emotions with them by allowing you to keep having the same discussions about things that need to improve but are not improving and you have to get to a point to be like okay can we be honest can you honestly tell me if you want to be better in this or not, and if you don't, that's fine. You're not a horrible mm-hmm. person, but I can't do it. Right.
1: Because people are also selfish.
0: That part in- is sometimes, you know, it just takes you walking away for you know them to get it. <laughs> people are so selfish in the fact that they'll know that what you need from them, they don't want to do. Because one, they don't want to do it for you. They don't even want to do it for themselves. And they're going to drag it as far as they can drag it out with the illusion mm-hmm. of going to try.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or they'll be the bare minimum. Yeah. And then they look at you like you crazy when you out. Right. Yeah. Or it'd be your fault or... Or you didn't want to stick it through. This ain't about sticking it through. Like this ain't no
1: ride or die situation. You didn't want to give me a chance. Blah 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 blah.
0: <laughs> like this is my piece that we talking about here. So ain't no ride or die uh, about
1: this situation. Like you're gonna do it or you're not gonna right. do it. <laughs> right, I'm I'm ride or die for my piece. Yes,
0: Listen, <laughs> I'm ride or die for me. <laughs>
1: Okay. But that but but that but
0: but that's my thing okay. If ride or die is the issue, then why you ain't riding and respecting me? Right. Because a lot of people walk around this earth feeling like the people who give them the respect that they don't even deserve don't deserve mm-hmm. their respect. Like mm-hmm. they, they feel better when they feel above you. But you're gonna be in for a very rude awakening. And I'm so happy that. I am a part of the generation that's like, just because I love you, I'm not about to wake up every day and argue with you just to be here.
1: Hello, uh, hello.
0: Because I feel like a lot of our parents were that. Mm-hmm. I knew I was young, or you know, we got married when we were young. We got kids. We got this house. We just gonna stay here and be miserable every day until somebody dropped. Right. Listen, that's listen. That's why I'm single. <laughs> why well, I'm single but I was legit driving today and after my brother called me he was like you know Jaden got a game um, we up on Memorial near 285 and I'm at a light on Boulevard I was like so what time does the game finish you could keep her because and I, I got off the phone with him and I'm just like the Lord knows where I need to be the Lord knows where I need to be in such a way that if I was ever in a relationship that for some reason became a marriage, I don't feel like I would be a good wife right now because a big chunk of me would be like, I just got off of work. I don't give a fuck about no basketball game. I'm going home. I don't want to come. <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm not coming like i know that's our kid but i want to go the fuck home and wash my vagina i'm not coming i'll have y'all food ready at the house at 9:30 when you get home hello <laughs> like, I- hey guys just so you know on lulu.com Marketing The Podcast 101 is on sale for 5 days for $10. For $10. So if you want to get your book for $10, regular price is 16. Get it within the next 5 days. You got today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I think a little into Sunday. So you know, It's on lulu.com Peace I would not be a good wife because I feel like for people to be married even people to be in relationships and live with a person and come home from errands or whatever day they're having with the world and to also make space and room for someone else's feelings thoughts and considerations you know how heavy that is
1: girl I do (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. I don't have it. I don't have it. I came in the I, house and I was like, hello, house. It's just us. I'm going to go shower. And it's nobody- a lot,
1: but it's different because, like, I feel like Drew's my best friend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was like, when I come home to him, it's kind of like, bitch, let me tell you about my motherfucking day. Yeah. Even if you don't know half the shit i be talking about. He'd just be like, "What for real? Like that's fucked up." And I'm like, "I know, right?" Then I go on about my business.
2: Oh my god!
0: And I, you know, what's so crazy? I feel like people, sometimes people within a relationship like that with someone, or in a marriage, I feel like because they're already they're in it and mm-hmm. it's day for them, it's so easy to lose the appreciation of someone making space for you every day.
2: Mhm,
0: people it's easy for them to lose sight of appreciating somebody like that, but I get to see on the outside like damn, like I was looking at this this couple that always be together, you know they do different work and stuff in their careers, and they always be together, and they take these pictures and I'd be looking how people be looking at each other or just you know making sure they're safe in their spaces that they are in and mm-hmm. i just I, I bet. This nigga be sucking farts out her ass, <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like not in like a nasty way, but in like,
2: this loves this.
0: This nigga loves this bitch. Like, how nice is it to have somebody that is so in awe of you, and you are good with that person? Like, you better, you better secure that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, damn, I ain't never. Felt like I just want my person with me, like that, all like all the time, or in a consistent manner to be like, No, it's them, not anybody else, it's them. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always, it's like I'm always making room for people to always know all their exits, like I'm a fire marshal. You know, if anytime you get uncomfortable. Just let me know or if, if 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 I'm not doing something for you, just let me know I'm going to try to do my best, and if I can't I'm not gonna be offended if you need to exit mm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think my downfall was not um was was looking over the people that are on my level for people who are not on my level. To keep to keep them or just to be okay with them being around? Um Because honestly I'm okay with nobody being around. Girl. <laughs> and that <was> like, especially <laughs> for my piece. Of, like, you know, Chantal, it's hard being a single mom, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's like I'd rather fight through the storm that then have somebody here that is disrupting my peace. Exactly. Cause what i not be not, happy. What you're not about to do is allow me to be a mom. You live in here with me. And the way I left the house this morning, it's worse now. And you're sitting on the couch. Listen. Or I'm going back and forth with you about why nothing's cooked. Or why you didn't go to work today, and you had all day to tell me that this issue was happening, and I could have helped you, and you didn't communicate. Like, the, or are you just not happy? Like, I don't know. No. <laughs> like, your presence is the, like the just like disturbs my peace. I feel like the worst <laughs> thing that somebody can do to me, whether it's friendship, relationship, or whatever, is to fake happy or to fake okay. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I get the face to tell me, how you really feel or or express yourself? Listen, like I don't care how <laughs> much money you put towards to it. The the, the babysitter. If you a stay at home babysitter, I like. I just would rather not.
1: But I think what it is between with you with you guys is because because you both are single moms. It's like you if you're looking for somebody, it's more of a, a partner and a helpmate versus a, a third or second child.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: Um,
1: and you and you want that person to realize, like, yeah, you're a mother, but I'm also your like yeah, you're a mother, but I'm, like, I'm your mom, like, I'm a mom, but I'm also your woman, but also at the same time, if you're expecting me to pick up this responsibility, I need you to do this too. Yes.
2: Yep.
0: Yes. And a lot of, I, I, just like any other lane of relationship, there's mm-hmm. a group of men who prey on women who are single mothers to come in and fake Mr. Fix-It Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that that's why she needs a man in her life, and the reality is, I don't need a Mister Fix It, and a mm-hmm. lot of Mister Fix It, but they just want someone who can be honest about where they're at, what they want, and can also carry their own like they were before you met me.
1: Listen. A long- Assume they assume that you need help. Also, you have women out there that's like just looking for a piece of man. Yeah, they looking for just any old kind of man. So like they'll take they'll take a man that's like oh who who gives them this whole like this super save a whole type story and then like they believe him mm-hmm. I think with mm-hmm. y'all, honestly, y'all probably might be better off with niggas who got kids already. That's
0: what I'm okay. Talking. I don't mind being with somebody who got keeping ready. No, but opinion. I'm saying like,
1: as, I'm you, like as if 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 uh, if if people are listening and they're like single parents, I feel like you need to look for somebody who's also a single parent, yeah. and not somebody who's a single part-time parent, somebody who's a single full-time parent, so they yeah. understand exactly what you're going through.
2: Right I was
0: to this guy, and he's a dad. He was married before, and he divorced. And he has two sons, and I was like. I don't want to talk to no man who is not a father already um, and is basically me on the flip side. Like, if I have my own vehicle and it's in my name and my insurance, Hello. Hello. If I have my own house (laughs) and my kids have a room, I need you and your kids to have a room also with no... I don't That's want to hear, her, oh, I'm only here for the kids or she's just staying with me for her. no, I don't mm-hmm. have no inside house dick. You don't need to have no inside house pussy. Because I feel like the only way a man a man will mentally understand my time and my value is if they understand what's at stake.
1: Right. If, That's why I said you need somebody who's a full-time parent, not a part-time yeah. parent.
0: Mm-hmm. Somebody who was on your level, I'm telling you, that's why. Mm-mm. Like my standards has changed so much, y'all. Like it is ridiculous. Like if if you ain't, I ain't saying that you gotta be rich, but but you gotta have your own place in your name. Yes, your your car has to be in your name. Like yes. all your bills gotta be in your name. And don't come ca- texting me asking me for ten dollars either, because I ain't got it. <laughs> only got forty dollars today, dog. Like like no. <laughs> like you will be blocked so quick.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like at a certain age you shouldn't be asking nobody for no money, period.
0: Listen. You know who somebody... I be thinking about, Casey? I be thinking about your friend that be
1: we... <laughs>
0: asking for <laughs> money randomly.
1: <laughs> Which friend?
0: You said remember you was like some somebody, this girl, she always uh requests twenty dollars. What the fuck are you doing with twenty dollars?
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Mm mm.
0: Equally yoked. Equally yoked.
2: <laughs> and people, I mean,
1: really, girl, like, what is like, what, like, what's twenty dollars gonna do for you?
0: People really feel like you crazy for demanding someone okay, to. Uh uh-uh. uh. You crazy? Listen, <laughs> talking, you Y'all are talking to someone who dated somebody without a car. No. Like I would never do that again in my entire life. No. Like I don't even know how that works. Actually, it didn't work.
1: <laughs> well, who ain't got no car.
0: I only did that one time and that was because I was in Philly and you can walk on a grid from block to block, or you could get a dollar cab, but that's something up north that's normalized. You can't be in Georgia with no fucking car. No. I got no car. You said what? what,
1: Casey? I said I'm with somebody who ain't got no car.
0: Yeah, I mean that, but, but, <laughs> he just gave up his car. Come on now, and, <laughs> and, 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 and y'all live together. And it ain't it ain't that. You know, he got five DUIs in the last four years, and, and he out here fucked up. He gave it away for, because y'all live together, and you no, know, like, y'all go to buy alcohol. and He be like Casey, where your ID at? <laughs> right, like that's different. Like people really out here living ghetto. That's
1: yeah, different. Like, that's not true kind of like. he you No, know, he just sold his car to get his credit in a different situation, so he combined it.
0: As- yeah, and he voluntarily did that. Like, in, like nobody came and repoed his stuff for anything, you know? Right. Let me tell you, it's some people out here with somebody who can't stand on their own to demanding that they pay for shit that they want to eat listen and still having the space and audacity to talk to them like shit and possibly beat that ass and they still in the relationship
1: Mm -hmm. I can't
0: you got to go you can't stay here so yes I am team (laughs) ride or die for my peace over people Mm -hmm. okay but yeah we as black people as a whole have a lot to work on but I I will say we better than the generation above me.
2: Yeah. Mhm. Which yeah,
0: which makes better kids. Mhm. Because at least I at least I had a mom that never told me to stay out of grown people's business or um don't talk to her or you know get out her space like my mom was always welcoming that's why I'm really open with the girls because, ain't nothing that couldn't be talked about. Right. I just be wondering what was the history behind a lot of these men that are that don't have their stuff together. I think it's okay to mooch out somebody else. Like, what was the history or, or the story behind your relationship with your mother?
1: Black men or just men in general.
0: Just, I mean, just men in general. I mean, it, but in my experience, it's is, I mean, it's black men because I've never been with no, nobody outside of the race.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but I just wonder, like, what the history was because, as a boy, mom, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna have my son out here, motion off somebody. Like, I mean, I'm gonna do the best that I can to make sure that he don't do that. Of course, you know, but his decisions. are is his own decisions, uh-huh. but I just wonder like what the history was because these niggas is just too comfortable out here, just just living under somebody' house in somebody else's name, just mooching off of other people. Right before oh. you, before you answer, Casey. Uh-huh. Prime example today: my my cousin called me, and her son is like seventeen, right? And she was saying how Nick trying to be slick. And uh, go to these jobs and say he only want to work one day a week. Mind you, he's not in school. He wants to go to college, but he wants to work first and give up, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was like, "Nick, you need to be working. And he was like, I don't like people. But, you know, when you start out new work, they going to put you around people because that's the beginning stages. And he was like, I don't like people. He was like, you can get... Uh, a, a, a warehouse job or whatever where you don't have to be around customers all the time but you have to work and he was like can I just focus on school instead of working and she was like you're a man no you're going to work and then you're going to realize that you have enough saved up to start school and then you're going to have to work to balance it all but you're going to work and that is what a lot of moms didn't do with their sons is why you get the men that you're talking about, Kiki. But go ahead, Casey.
1: That and also <laughs> that so you have to realize like some women treat their sons like their man.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So some women be like, oh, this is my son, he's my king, this is the king of the household, He's the man of the house. But when you telling a when you're telling a five-year-old boy that he's the man of the house and you're cooking, cleaning, and preparing all his meals. and ain't got no
2: responsibility.
1: folding all his clothes. He's going to grow up and train his mind that okay, this is what a woman is supposed to do because I'm a man. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: When I was growing up, my mom taught us how to cook, and she taught us how to clean, and she taught us how to iron our own clothes. Not Mm -hmm. because she was like, Oh, oh! This is what this is what you're supposed to do. It was well. It is something you're supposed to do. She taught us that because she says, "I'm not always going to be here, and you need to know how to take care of yourself." And, again, some women treat their sons like, nigga, that's, it. that's your man. And then also you have these women out here that's so desperate for a man. they want to do any and everything for a man. they want to let their man just sit home and not do nothing. Right. Just, just to go to work and sit around their friends and be like, oh, I got a man at home.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of men with that thought process feel like I just need to find a desperate woman that has kids and she need a man in her life. And they have a very hard time listening to a woman who has kids and works for herself and yes, she is single but at the same time she's not desperate. Say mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need a man but the right man would be nice because they can't take advantage of you not having a male in your household. Mm-hmm. Because the advantage of a woman having kids before they got there is I know she got food. I know she gonna make sure these lights on. I know she gonna make sure this because her kids live here. And all I got to do. You. But, hey, but they feel like it is. And they feel like women are stupid and gullible enough to allow it. Mm-hmm. And right. on the flip side to that be men who will say, oh, my woman not gonna work, she gonna stay at home with the kids, and mm-hmm. she don't need to worry about having another source of income. I'll give her the money.
2: Mm-hmm. And with yep. that
0: is a insecure mindset of as long as I'm the only one getting her money, she'll always stay. She won't leave me because she don't mm-hmm. got you.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all, I said this for a very, very long time. Once I got in that realm of that I was ready to have a relationship slash a partnership, mm-hmm. I would tell myself all the time, Casey. You don't need a man; you want one. Mm-hmm. We'll and, and the difference between and the difference between needing and wanting is when you because you need to go to work because you need to make money, you you begin to hate it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's the fact that I don't need you. I want you because I rather want you than need you. Because once I get to the point where I need to have you around, then I need to re reevaluate what the fuck is going on with me. Listen.
0: Yeah, y'all are talking to a woman who put somebody out on the street.
1: <laughs> oh, we know.
0: Postpartum depression. A two-month-old premature baby. No family here. <laughs> By myself,
1: because I'm not gonna tolerate it. Yeah, but but we're not saying like you. We're just saying like in general.
0: Mm-hmm. No one should. That's why it's very important for you to date yourself. Right, right. Before dating anybody, because then you gonna know when somebody comes into your life and is doing less than the basics.
1: Mm-hmm. When you go, you need, don't, you need and, to add value to my life. If you're not adding value to my life,
0: yeah. Hello, Come and when, when, when just when, like
1: if I'm not adding value to a uh, to an employee meeting, I need to go.
0: Yeah, right. Because I can struggle all by my damn self. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I don't feel like men should stay in, you know, relationships that don't have quality and i don't feel like women should but this whole mindset of you know i'm gonna wear you down or i'm Mm awake weak enough so i can scoot in where's Mm -hmm. your back where's your backbone where's your spine i'm gonna need you to get it secure in place because you're gonna feel better about yourself like and that's something else though i'll be wanting these men like where is your standard like can't y'all be picky too? Like, why you gotta be so desperate about every? Thing I love with, with a pair of titties
2: walking.
1: I don't think it's that. I think what it is is a lot of people get shamed for certain things by family and friends. Yeah. And if a man isn't married by a certain age, okay, so like, boom. Prime example: if a, if you were to if you were to meet. A single professional black male in Atlanta,
2: mm-hmm. who
1: was between the ages of 25 and and 40, mm-hmm. who has no children, never married, and lives on his own. Everybody's going to think he's gay,
0: or something wrong with him, right? Or, or, or his sex is bad because he ain't got no kids,
1: right? And that man, and that, and that's not, and that's not necessarily always the case. He could mm-hmm. be the complete package he just felt like he never met a woman that that complimented him. Mm-hmm. Right. But people are just going to be like, oh girl, he gay, he gay, he gay, so he out there fucking you, fucking, you, fucking your homegirl and fucking your homegirl cousin because all three of y'all think he gay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know men joke about this, they joke about faking like they gay so they can get close to women.
1: Yeah, I've heard that too.
0: Oh, the scheme of the scheme. Stop it.
1: And then also niggas be making up a pussy that they didn't get in high school.
0: Oh. I can't. I just want people to be better, period.
1: Yeah, right. me too. And, and then also women when they get a certain age, their family starts pressuring them, like, Oh, why are you not married? Why are you got no kids?
0: That happened to my cousin and they made her her, and her mom, her mom and her grandma basically pressured her into marrying her child's father, who wasn't shit. And let me tell you how God works. He had her first son with him and he cheated the whole time, was insecure the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because people who cheat, they bad, insecure. And he got pregnant. Um, and she found out he was cheating with a girl on the same street and walked in the girl's house and got and got him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He uh gave her STD while she found out she was pregnant. He got um she uh went and she got an abortion,
2: mm-hmm.
0: found out she was pregnant again, kept the baby heated the whole time,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I think he went to Jamaica to visit a family member for a funeral or something, and when he was trying to come back, they wanted him to show like birth certificate proof that he's a- a United States citizen, mm-hmm. and that didn't have it because one of his family members had brought him to America when he was a a baby but didn't do any paperwork. So, mm. his ass could improve it and he got stuck in Jamaica. And I said, bitch, that's how God works.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello.
0: Because still to today, he's still stuck in Jamaica. He ended up getting some girl pregnant down there and every once and again, when she send the kids to Jamaica to go see her mom, they'll go see him. But other than that, he can't come back here. And I said, when you don't move uh, people out your life that's not supposed to be there, and God, God give you me. God give you visions and experiences of chances for you to be like, this is enough, and you don't do it, He gonna move. You. You listen. Mm-hmm. I said yes, when she told me he was stuck. I said, look at God, brain. Nobody but the Lord. Yes. But you know, that's how life works. Right. Um our next episode will be on the twenty ninth, which is a Tuesday.
1: <laughs> the day before my last day at work. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be a celebration. Uh, <laughs> and I did my interview today for your company, child. I don't know if they're gonna take me or not, but we'll see.
0: Oh god. Um today wasn't that bad. It wasn't a lot of people there, so I was okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I applied for a hybrid position, so I'll be in and out of that.
0: Okay. So, the next um, episode was episode five, and we will be discussing chapters 10 to 12. We
1: mm-hmm. got
0: one more episode after that, which is episode six, and then we're done.
1: Yay.
0: So, the next book, we'll uh, discuss it and and confirm it, and Next episode, we can tell the people.
1: Okay. The but, next episode or the last episode?
0: I I like to tell people what the book is the next episode just so they can get an idea and then that gives them time with the last episode to get the book before we start
2: again.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm. Work.
0: But that's it. Now I'll check a while, Good episode.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well the melatonin's is kicking in. I'm about to make some tea.
0: Okay. I'm gonna take a shower.
1: Oh, I said that before I got on.
0: Right, did that.
1: And Drew's bathing the dogs. Praise him. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna see if I can record an episode before I get back.
1: <laughs> oh she gets it? Yeah. Cozy. Is she
0: coming back tonight? <laughs> yes, she coming back tonight. My brother don't want her overnight.
1: Oh girls at ten o'clock. Uh
0: um, my brother be late in the street. That's why I was like, uh tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, he probably out there. They probably doing all kinds of shit.
0: He coming back tonight.
1: It's gonna be midnight before uh, you get back home. Hyped up. Bro. Let
0: me tell you something about Jamaican men. They don't care when they bring your kids back.
1: <laughs> they Come bring <laughs> <laughs> them.
0: Maybe like about no, it be one AM
1: <laughs> Just another baby. I- <laughs> right.
0: Here's her backpack bite. <laughs> No, <laughs> when you drop them off. It could be midnight, they and they will Oh, the let me tell you the or... Let me tell you all the tea before we get off. So you know what? I, you know I can't send my brother's wife, right? Mm-hmm. You said what? I can't send my brother's wife.
2: Yeah.
0: You know she be sometimes by my nephews.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So she got two kids, like around the same age as my nephews. Uh, seventeen. They should be seventeen. Uh, They twins. It's a boy and a girl. But the boy, you know, he's not an asshole. You know, he's respectable. All of that. He's square, right? Mm -hmm. The daughter is spoiled rotten and she always treat her like she's her friend, not her child.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, She always, she doesn't know when to park herself or, you know, watch her mouth or not talk back. So... Richie was like So why um what you call a daughter called defects on her?
1: Uh oh
0: <laughs> Oh, not
2: the defects.
0: She called defects on her after punching her mom in the face. What? Excuse me? She called her mom a bitch in argument and punched her in the face and then called defects on her mom and they showed up at the house.
2: Not the default. Do you know
0: how far my foot would be in one of these girls' ass? Yes, sir. <laughs> But the reason why I'm just, I was just like inside just smiling is because I've been told him that this was going to be who her daughter is because she never disciplines her in a way where it's correction. Her daughter, whenever she would do, her daughter would do something out of pocket that she needed to be parked for. It would be a conversation of what her punishment should be. Mm. You don't discuss with a child what their punishment should be when they're disrespectful. And right. so now her daughter's older and she's smelling herself, and that happened. So I was just like, "Look at, look at time just the ticking." But oh, yeah, that's the tea. Mm. Just like y'all. Y'all gotta stop being these kids' friends because you are gonna turn them into monsters.
1: What the fuck that was? What
0: though. Could you imagine? I buy all your shit. You don't work. I do everything for you. You disrespect me. You put your hands on me, and then you call.
1: As soon as you would have raised your hand at the me in the face, you wouldn't have even thought about calling defects. You've been in the hospital.
0: Listen, you better hope D-Facts uh, take you. because If they leave you here, oh bitch, it's going to be me and you. Listen, uh, <laughs> I was like, I can't, Richie. Don't tell me nothing else. <laughs> it's going to be me and you, okay? A, don't tell me nothing else, but that's what happens when you uh, spoil your kids rotten and they don't deserve it. Crazy. But yeah, that was the tea. Okay. Okay. Enjoy your time. I'll let you know when this episode is up.
1: Bye.
0: Right. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yo, hey, hey, hey. The podcast shop. Let's shop. Be okay. Follow us on IG. So what page we on? bed all right. If you go to let's shop be dot creator dash spring dot com. With Teespring, you will find the shop for the podcast. You can get you a tea that says, find a good book and stop getting on my nerves because that's real shit. You can get Read With Friends that says Shan, Kiki, and Casey" And it promotes our podcast. And we appreciate you. You can get a mug, Because I know y'all out here me mugging. If y'all don't get y'all coffee or y'all tea in the morning, even your hot water. Because I know some of y'all out here on y'all health kick. You could get a hoodie that says Read With Friends for the podcast. There's another mug on there. There's a long sleeve tee. There's sweatshirts. There's hoodies with small writing. Okay. There's graphics for the back for those that don't like all the graphics in the front. And we even got a what Page You on Big mask all right it's season 10 we gonna have a good season we gonna read a good book we are reading the black mother of hollywood with jennifer lewis it's her memoir get into it get your audiobook because she is reading and let's just you know chop it up talk about adulting and read and you can get merch we appreciate you thank you for supporting the show and listening now back to the show